You're listening to the audio version of Victory Condition Gaming, sponsored by Forget Me Not Flowers and Gifts in Barrie, Vermont. You can check them out online at forgetmenotflowersbarrie.com. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, search for Victory Condition Gaming, and you can also follow me on Twitter at DougVCGaming. And if you'd like to watch us live every week, make sure to subscribe to Victory Condition Gaming on YouTube. Today on the show, we've got the queen of the Funkoverse herself, <laughs> Stephanie Straw. Stick around. Hey everyone, welcome to the Chaotic Goodcaster Weekly Geeky Roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shute, and with me are my fellow casters, Rob Collegian from a Pond's Perspective. Hey, Ben Higgins from Quarterstaff Games. How we doing? Our Geek of the North, Jason Hunt. Some people thought the currency of the future would be aqua cola or maybe bottle caps, but in reality, it's toilet paper. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight's special guest caster from Funko Games, Stephanie Straw. Hi. Stephanie, thank you so much for being being on the show with us tonight. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm we're so excited. We got to meet you at <laughs> Pax Unplugged. Well, Ben and, and Rob and I got to meet you at Pax Unplugged. Yep. This is the first time you're you're meeting Jason. Jason was he was hoarding toilet paper. So. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, well, <laughs> just, just this one roll. This is all I have for two weeks, guys. Okay. Oh yikes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, we were really excited about uh, all the stuff that you previewed uh, at PAX Unplugged, which we're going to yes. get talk to talk about a little bit later yeah. uh, in the show. Uh, but uh, we're really, really excited about ev- everything that you've got going on at Funko Games. So not only just Funkoverse, but all the different titles that uh, you've been announcing lately. So uh, we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. thank you again for giving us uh, your evening to, to come on and chat with us. Oh my gosh. I'm such a fan. I, so I used to be on podcasts and do live shows a lot. So this is like, I haven't done this in a while. I'm excited. It's just like a bicycle. You just, once you you get right back on you, it's, it's no problem. I just want to hang out with you guys, you know? I thought he was going to say it's like a bicycle wobble and crash. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say don't fall off bikes. I was just going to say that I I guess this is what happens when Barney doesn't make it an episode. He just gets replaced and... Oh yeah, Barney. Sorry, Barney, you're done. Sorry, I think I'm the fifth member now. Oh no, (laughs) he's our new official fifth member. I think it's me, yeah. Hey, hey. you know what? Oh, I see know. some pops over there, Rob. Oh, I've got a bunch. That, that's our latest Mine are, mine are in the other room. Oh, you have the um, Dragon Prince ones. I also just got those. I had to, yes. I have those. Sorry, I derailed the whole thing into like pop culture. <laughs> well, that's so pretty sorry. normal. That's pretty yeah, normal. Yeah, no, no. You're filling Barney's shoes great. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Barney. Who's I, Barney who at this point? Oh, he listens we to this. You're going to hear about that. Now. So... <laughs> Uh, I've got so many pops on pre-order. It's not even funny. <laughs> I it's a little funny. I just want that gelatinous cube. That's, like, that's all oh I want God. right now. I want that gelatinous cube. Yes, More than anything. And I was going to have it. I was going to have it. I was going to work ECCC. I was like, I'm dedicating oh. a whole weekend to work to get the pop. And then we didn't have it. We didn't oh. have ECCC. <laughs> yeah, There's like they nothing canceled. going on. 
Like, yeah. yeah, well, no, instead, so Funko did the thing, this thing, like, I guess if I can talk about this, they did Virtual Con, Funko Virtual Con, oh, which they've never yeah. done before. They were like, holy crap, we canceled, like, not we, Read Pop canceled ECCC, and they were like, well, let's, we got to do something, you know, we have all these plans. So they did Virtual Con, like, at the last minute, we were just like, go. And so we did stuff at the games office, like, we played some games, we played some Funkoverse, um, and they, you know, still sold, like, the exclusive pops and stuff like that. Every, if you had a place in line, at eccc which is how they do it like you like do a lottery to get a place in line to buy pops mm -hmm. they still let you do that online so you can still buy the pops that you were going to buy you just didn't have to go to a con to do it so it's actually wow. it's actually kind of cool yeah it was really cool that is very very cool but i was gonna work it and that was my in uh... <laughs> you know and i was like in to get the gelatinous cube and it's so cute and people are posting these pictures with like this like holy light like shining down oh it's so gelatinous cube <laughs> really good. and i like cool. want it i i want it more than anything so i love D, &D. i love dungeons and dragons i love like that whole world so <laughs> i want it nice nice yeah all right we should probably get to our actual first segment <laughs> yes. ben it's new at the store what do you got new at the store this week so new at the store everything is canceled um, <laughs> <laughs> everything is canceled so uh seriously uh a lot of local game stores are going to be pretty limited uh for the the time being a lot of Towns and cities, uh, even states, are calling uh, off any gatherings of, of 20, 30 plus. And these really do affect a lot of the organized play that the stores put on. So I did just want to take a quick second and talk to that, that fact. Uh, personally, uh, we closed quarter staff games for two weeks, uh, effective uh, day of recording today. Uh, we're removing ourselves from the infection chain because we know how easy uh, playing board games and, and other face-to-face -face tabletop uh, engagement can spread these type of uh, illnesses. So it was a tough decision we had to make, uh, but in the end, we're able to do it. So we just closed down completely. I know a lot of other stores are just eliminating events uh, or doing uh, such things as uh, people have actually looked into board game deliveries during this time period. So people can order things from their website and if they're local, they'll have their games delivered to their doorstep for them, uh, which is really cool. And it's it's going to be interesting to see how our industry, especially the, the local game stores, respond to this and, and find really creative ways to continue serving their communities while still uh, practicing self-isolation and, and social distance distancing. Congrats now, to you. Good job yeah. to your store for making that like super tough decision. Yeah, it it, it was rough, uh, but in the end, you know, we got to look out for for everyone else. Like we we'd be able to handle it. We are most of our staff is fairly young and healthy, so but if someone comes in and it spreads, it could go places where it could really hurt people. So, yeah, yeah. it was a tough decision, but we're we're glad we made it. It's interesting yeah. that a lot of the smaller homegrown stores are the ones who are taking these steps voluntarily and a lot of the chains and franchises are so far behind on doing anything like it's it's a, it's a, it's a good example for them but it's embarrassing for them as well yeah it's it's one of those things where you know bigger isn't necessarily better or easier to make these sweeping changes you know if it's just me and my my co-manager you know we were able to sit down for 20 minutes hash out a 
a plan and, and make the call. But if you've got board members and, and uh, you know, for such large companies, maybe even stockholders, um, yeah, for some of these larger, uh, more like convention entities or whatever that put these cons on, it can be, it can be a hard, hard call to make in a lot of moving parts that may make the decision not as fast. Um, I know a lot of people are also waiting for actual government to tell them they have to close because mm. then the insurance yeah. companies can, you know, pay them out for lost time and, and, and wages and all that. So there's a lot going on. I would definitely encourage uh, if we do have any stores listening that are on the fence, uh, do, do what's right for your community and protect those that can't protect themselves. Um, it's, it's really something we all need to do in this, uh, in this time period. Now that said, fun things, uh, the new D&D release, the Explorer's Guide to Wildemount is <gasps> out this week. Um, we got a stack of them in. You can't, you can't see it on the podcast, yeah. but, but Stephanie's eyes just totally just <laughs> lit up. I did. Yeah, so, uh, that's, so one thing that my sister told me to do that I think we all should do is buy gift cards to our friendly local game store yeah. so that yeah. we can then, or, you know, if they have an online purchase order, then maybe do that. But um, it's really great to, like, I'm excited about something like that, right? And so I want to buy a gift card to my friendly local game store so that I can then buy that whenever I can go into the store. Because I'm a DM, so I run... Uh, a D&D <laughs> edition game and I'm always looking for new content and I'm so excited about that like that's something that just like yes and, and that's something you can actually run online too like that's like yeah. yes oh, you yeah. all have like board games yeah that's actually really great that people can just quarantine themselves play with as board games as a family but um the D&D and stuff like that like roll 20 and there's all these great apps that make that so accessible that like we the five of us could just play after this <laughs> we can just, we can just play an rpg right after this i'm not Suddenly opposed to it <laughs> yeah never actually this episode's gonna be cut short i'm just calling it We're right done. now <laughs> hey that's that's fine all right folks that was the episode we'll yeah see you next week Barney so will be so mad. <laughs> no, it's really cool that we can, you know, buy that stuff and still help support our, our friendly local game stores and those stores that depend on people coming in without actually coming in, buying gift cards, you know, still supporting them is really important. I think it's really special. Like we need to do that right now, you know? Absolutely. I just found out that I actually, we have um, one town over which in Canada is a 45 minute drive. Um, uh, we actually <laughs> have a new sanitize game sanitize it up before you talk? Like, are you- No, just- <laughs> no. I, well, I work in a hospital. So anytime I touch anything, I want to sanitize. But okay. um, that's, this is just hand cream because all that sanitizer yeah. dries my hands out. But yeah. I just found out uh, last week that um, the 501st was actually doing a meet and greet. And I was like, what the heck is this? Where are they having this? So I click on the link. There's a game store in the next town over that's been open for like three months. And I had no idea. All right. Is so, that like the closest store to you now? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and check it out no, as soon all, as I can. All, all uh, I can t- not... see is just I can just see Jason just rubbing his hands <laughs> like, like yeah. evil genius I'm or something. Check it out. <laughs> well, ben, this that was Ben all last week with his hand sanitizer sitting next to you like. <laughs> go, 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 go. Yo, for those, uh, if uh, you didn't watch the uh, or listen to the episode last week, we we actually Ben and I were at Gamma. Uh, expo and ben just constantly was 
<laughs> making a huge point of showing the bottle as he's like squeeze. yeah <laughs> so how many but, of you have uh have ever watched the last unicorn yeah i love it it's one I, of my favorite movies i've okay so how much does king dwendle on this cover look like a younger king haggard oh you know what <laughs> yeah. who is king haggard king haggard is some actor that is like is who is it? It's like it's some popular actor too. It's like Christopher Christopher Lee was King Haggard in the movie. Yes, yes. I know. I recently watched that and I was like, what? That's yeah. Well, and you had you know Mia Farrow was the unicorn. Yeah. And Jeff Bridges. Oh. Was Jeff Bridges there. was Lear. Yes. Oh, that is King oh. Lear. King Lear. Yes. Oh. Such a such a good movie. But yeah, this is the first thing I thought when I saw that cover is he looked like <laughs> a younger Haggard. Nice. And do you do you have uh, a lot of copies of that coming in? Yeah, we uh, uh, not being a uh, a critter uh, myself, I'm not familiar with with the podcast. I know, right? Um, oh man! But uh, so I wasn't sure how well these would actually sell. So I kind of put. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I'll just because... replace two members of your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Say goodbye. All right. Oh, and no. that's it. Ben's, Ben's <laughs> muted. Ben's out. All right. Ben. Sorry, no, Ben. Sorry, no. really See, he's even it. trying he to really talk tonight, man. He really needed it. Doug is very free with the mute button. He is. Yeah. I love Especially it. Especially with Ben. I'm yeah. going to be on my toes. I don't want to be He likes to mute Ben. Oh, no, no, no. But, me, me second, I think mostly. And, and and I only preface that because we don't do a lot of pre-orders in our store. Our 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 customer base is very much um, they know we're going to have stuff, so they'll come in and and, Buy and just pick shelves. it up off the shelves. Because yeah. um, we 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 are big enough that we're able to stock deep on on things that do well. Um, this was the most pre-ordered D and D book of the last two years it even uh, oh, beat wow. out eberron so yeah we have a <laughs> even i actually like had the to go... special edition stuff yeah um oh. so yeah no we uh we we've got a bunch in i actually had to go into the store today to make sure we received it um even though we were closed because it had already been in motion uh when we made the decision so yeah, we I got a big stack of them. I need to call some people and let them know we have it, and that uh, in a couple of weeks they can pick it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get it to be is, the uh, bearer of good bad news. So you need to, you need to get one of those uh, banker box things outside the store, you know, where you can put something in on your side, and just shove the thing closed, and it opens up on their side, <laughs> so they can pick something up. <laughs> I, I'm actually not opposed to doing like uh, a curbside pickup, um, and I'm actually looking into maybe there's some way we can do that so that some of these new releases we can get out over the next couple of weeks we actually uh, have one of those in my flgs like we have like a little like window for magic cards like oh, the yeah? magic really? store in the back yeah mm -hmm. in my flgs in arkansas i'm in seattle now but my one in little rock arkansas at game goblins shouts out to game goblins they have like a little like banker window where they can like can do your order well, that's very cool that's yeah cool. it's really cool yeah they're very progressive they're really cool <laughs> The, uh, yeah, these. Uh, I, I know I've got a lot of people looking forward to these. So, uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's gonna nice. be it's gonna be another really good release uh, for D. Have you flipped through it yet, Ben? Uh, I started reading. I'm about like 20 pages in. So, so it's. I mean, the information yeah. in the book is amazing. I was a little bummed that there's some rehashed artwork, uh, especially from Volos and the Elemental Evil Guide. Mm. Yeah. Um. So you know the 
the character art for like the Asimar, Furbo, Kenku, Janasi, those are all rehashed from other mm -hmm. other sources. Why did they do that? Do the you think? the turtle yeah. art is a is a rehash, and then some of the new art is a it, they had they got a cool artist, but it's it doesn't fit very well with some of the other art in the book. Hmm. Um, but the actual information in the book is the layout and the the actual yeah work, like the gazetteer is phenomenal and, um, and i love the little intro by matt mercer in the beginning yes to follow up uh, stephanie asked uh, rob why do you think they they did the uh they repeated the art i it's probably a cost saving measure um this, it, i will say that yeah. there's not as much art in this book i think as in in other recent releases i i feel that way too rob it there is like just pages and pages uh, for the YouTube viewers yeah. um, that okay. it's just, it's just information. There's. So there's, I think, yeah, yeah, I think um, it probably would have required too much custom art. I think probably for the a budget of this book. Too much time. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. some rehashes. Um, there's some, some lower quality art. Uh, like I said, I was talking before the cast, the, the map that came with it is is beautiful, but even the map is slightly lower quality than maps that come with um, the other mm -hmm. books, and it's only single-sided. You don't get a double-sided map. But uh, overall, I mean, the book is still, from what I've read so far, yep. well worth the money. I think any critter is going to be ultra happy with it. Well, yeah, I, I mean, that if, to if make it... you buy the Devon Roo map. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, this map's okay, but Devin Rue made a way better map. <laughs> I think yeah. they want to make is the is it more affordable? Like, I, th I feel like is well, it about the same question. price. It's, it's standard yeah. price. Um, actually, I wonder if the reason why they cut art is to fit more text. Content. Text and Probably. yeah, I mean, it, really otherwise good. it could have been really expensive because I think for people to buy those books, like a lot of people buy the digital stuff, like they buy it online. You know, um, so I think for people to buy those physical copies, I like to have a physical copy. Um, yeah. It's great to have that affordable. So right. if I mean, that it's... was the factor, if it was like, oh, it's going to be $20 more if we do new Kinku art, I'd be like, I'm fine. The one you did before. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with it was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. It was good. So yeah, so... This is, it's 304 <laughs> pages and it is. Ooh, that's a lot. It is a lot. Because of the limited art, it is a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Yeah. I wonder if there might be some issue with the the upcoming animated uh, bits. If they, oh. you know, oh, yeah. if they. Oh, maybe they've got their like maybe. artists or illustrators or something working like those, working on yeah. other stuff. Yeah. And then it seems like there is uh, there is no there is no visual representation of the Mighty Nine in this book. Um. You have like the Bright Queen and and Dwendal on the cover, but even on the inside, um, you know, there's no notable characters from from season two of Critical Role. It's very, very much. It looks like it is a source book. Like they don't want yeah. you to play Critical Role. Yeah, they want you to like, tell yeah, your own story. I think I think it was very intentional yep. that they left that stuff out. I they thought they were just. I thought they were just going to put a picture of us on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> they did that know. with the Chaldori guidebook too. Actually, they mentioned Vox Machina, but they don't. There's no stats for any of them. There's no indication that you're supposed to pick up their characters and play with them. He, it's just a, a source book for you to play in that world. Yeah, and I mean, and it is, you know, they, they go through everything. It starts off with like, 
the the different world the different uh you know areas it goes with the deities and that's before it even gets into the gazetteer and the gazetteer makes up a, a majority of the book before you even get to character options yeah, there's a lot of there's an adventure of... in there it's it's a fantastic book is the blood hunter in there uh no okay I was no, wondering because Matt was um, still working on that up until just very recently. So, yep, he just released a new version. Um, it was paid for a while for a, a charity, but now it's back to pay what yeah. you want. Yeah. Um, but it does have three of the uh, subclasses that deal with Dunamancy uh, mm. one for a fighter, uh, one for the wizard, and one for the rogue, I believe. I, I was really leery about that when they introduced it in the campaign. I was like, uh, you don't fiddle around with time and luck and that. No, oh, but it, I've but already it worked so spell. well. Like, I've read through the spells already, and they're yeah. they're really cool. They're really cool. Ben, is that uh, is that all you got in for uh, this week? That's uh, that's what we got in this week. Um, I know that we have a few other things upcoming, and I'll have a little bit more of a comprehensive list uh, next week as things roll in and we see what uh, what comes of the the closure. But yeah, that's uh, that's what we want to talk about this week. Very nice. Um, Very nice. Yeah, as as Stephanie said. Um, there are lots of ways to continue to support your local store. Uh, if they happen to have reduced hours or offerings, uh, reach out to them. They love, uh, I mean, most of them, they should love hearing from the customers and how those customers can support. So if it's not uh, immediately clear by their social media posts or their websites um, and you've got, you've got some money to, to burn, definitely reach out to them and see how you can help. Excellent. Excellent. All right, let's get to our next segment, and that is, of course, the box office beat. This is where we talk about everything that reigned supreme in the box office last weekend. And unfortunately, I have some some very sad news that the box office hit the lowest point that it has been in 22 years last last weekend. Oh, people are not going to movies? They're not. <laughs> I know it's shocking. <laughs> Crazy. The feature presentation, COVID-19. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was not good. Um, well, but just, does the box office include like Netflix and Disney it, Plus? It no. doesn't, but <laughs> they're probably what? like doing really well. As, yeah. as, right, as of today, as of the recording on Monday today, uh, you uh, what was it? Uh, what's what studio was it that just announced that they were going to release Universal? Universal, yes, thank you, Jason. Uh, it was Universal is going to put all of their current movie titles on streaming services so, so let's buy stock in netflix yeah, right I mean, yeah. yeah. pretty much like pretty i'm much. just That's... gonna go do that right now actually <laughs> so all these movies that there's like three movies from universal in the top 10 and then um, I think there's one that's coming out, uh, the Trolls uh, World Tour movie, which is supposed to be coming out next weekend or this coming weekend. Um, these are all going to be uh, The Invisible Man and The Hunt. Uh, those are all going to be available oh, wow. for streaming. Uh, I think the price is $19.99 and it'll be available for, for 48 hours. Sort of like what Apple does with their rings. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's an interesting take. It kind of offsets the fact that, you know, hey, not a, we know that not everybody wants to go to the movie theaters. Not a bad movie experience, though, no, really. Like, absolutely. just watching it in your living room with your own popcorn and food. Absolutely. And, yeah. It's not a bad idea. Oh, then you got so, Dis Disney who released uh, Frozen 2 three months yep. early to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, we just yeah. watched that uh, yesterday morning. Uh, not in Canada. Oh. Oh, oh no. 
Well, it's because you guys are already frozen up there. Yeah. Oh. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Let it go, Rob. Let it go. Oh. <laughs> no, it's the new thing. I forget the new song. There's like a new song. Oh, the yeah, there is two. one. And someone says it's even more catchy than. See, I haven't seen Frozen 2. And I no, the Kristoff's rock ballad is the song. It's that one. That one. That, yeah, that's the one yeah. I was trying to think of. Uh, Lost in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. <laughs> So speaking of uh, Walt Disney uh, features, the number one movie uh, again this week was was Onward. Um, it dropped almost seventy, <laughs> almost seventy three percent from last weekend, which is huge drop, huge. But it yeah. still made it. Uh, it's number one. It only brought in like just like I think it was ten point six million. Um, but Ben and I saw that movie on Friday. Because uh, we were stuck in Reno and we stuck. didn't have much to do, yeah. um, stuck, stuck yeah. in Reno. And and I should let everybody know, all the listeners know that I I did spin uh, <laughs> the the, uh, the what, what was it? Uh, what do you, you call you, that, Bill? Yeah, uh, what do you we call that, Ben? The slot machine. The slot machine. Sorry, oh I, did, I made a spin on a slot <laughs> machine and and uh, won one hundred and thirty dollars just. On oh, awesome! So you know, that's really movie, cool. Movies were on me that day. Oh, man. Onward. Big so, so we we were actually so there's a game in that movie right and our, yes. our, our studio was going to potentially make a game Ooh. That. oh um we didn't the timeline was like really tight so we didn't end up being able to do it but um yeah fun fact we were Interesting. We, yeah we were considering doing that game that's in the movie uh i won't spoil it people but we were we were considering doing something for that very cool yeah um that movie was have stephanie have you seen onward yet actually so i kind of half saw it when it was in development like kind of like we knew about like what you know what we needed to know to try and um to formulate something for it but uh, actually, I haven't seen the final movie yet, but I oh, want to okay. see it. So yeah, um, but I I I, I kind of like spoiler know like what's gonna happen what the happened? premise of yeah, yeah yeah but but I, I want to see the finished product because um, there's like mixed reviews about it. Like some people love it and some people hate it. So I wanna I wanna see it because I feel it like is, I, I'll, is, I'll probably love it because yeah, I it just is love like everything best, Disney. It's the best D and D movie they've ever made. Why, why are people like hating on it? Yeah, it's it's it, I I walk and <clears throat> of course uh, we'll just give you a little bit, bit of background. Ben yeah. and I saw two movies on Friday. The first movie we saw was the number three movie I think of uh, this uh, this yeah. week. Uh, it was no number two movie, which was Bloodshot, um, nine point one uh, million. Uh, so we went and saw Bloodshot. Of course, it's, it stars Vin Diesel, and you kind of know it's based on a graphic. It's based on a <laughs> it, comic from. Valentine. It is not the best D and D movie. They it made. is not. It was not a great movie. It was. I mean, for what it was, you you knew what what it was going yeah. into it. It was, but the fact that we went and of, saw like, that, action. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that we went and saw that movie, and then went and saw Onward, like <laughs> it just made <laughs> Onward that much better. <laughs> It was yeah. like, oh my god, because because if we had seen those in reverse, I would have been so mad. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. We saw a great movie and then we went and saw. Good that. to know. Good yeah. to On- know. Onward. I'm gonna tell everybody that's listening to this or watching this video, go watch it or not go watch it. Maybe if hopefully Disney makes it available uh, <laughs> yeah. on Ooh. online because that movie is 
without i mean it it's and I, I know it's an animated movie so you think it's like for kids but it's really made for like us like i think it i think i connected more with that movie than like i have in probably any kind of movie in the last few years like and it was an animated pixar movie like yeah I, that's powerful I, then yeah, yeah i i think it's i think it's just a great uh a great are you gonna play. cry right now i mean i'm not gonna say that i won't <laughs> am i calling you out but i'm gonna <laughs> tell we need you to cut I... another member that's fine it's me so it's me <laughs> it's Rob, the stephanie straw cast <laughs> and <then laughs> that's it I will say that, that I did tear up a couple. I like, I could feel Aww. like I could feel myself tearing up during you, that movie. You, you teared up and I had, I had like water streaming down my face. I, so I, I watched was... a movie recently where I did that. I watched Kubo and the Two Strings, which oh, is man, a 20, movie. a 2016 film. So it's not a new one. So I don't know if I'm like allowed to talk about it. Oh yeah, but, you can go ahead. Go but I it. just watched it. I had not heard about this at all and i don't know how i just call it this was like my dark times like i missed <laughs> out on this movie somehow and my partner was like you gotta watch it and we started watching it at like on like youtube which was the only way we could find it and he was yeah. like no this is not the optimal experience and we purchased it and got yeah. it and we got it in last night and i watched it and i told him after we're done i was like if we weren't like watching this together, I probably would have like bawling my eyes out. Like, I, like <laughs> it's so good. What it's a good, a really good movie. It's yeah. it's like a stop motion movie. Yeah, yes. That and is it, a top ten movie for me. It's wow, it's top so ten. Beautifully animated, beautiful story. Just like great, like act. It's like everything, like action, like heart, like it just everything. It's so good. So that's like. I'm just riding high still from that. That's the nice. movie that I watched recently. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Kubo and the it Two Strings. Good because it broke a. It did, well, it didn't adhere to the standard Hollywood oh, uh, yes. movie vibe either. It was it was its own story, and it didn't didn't matter how, like where each act was, where each point of action was, where each point of drama was. It was just a story, and you you got so sucked into it, it was ridiculous. By the end of the movie, you were like, wait, is, wait, no can't no not over uh-uh and it, it, did, it didn't have a predictable ending no no not at all, not at all. It had a fabulous no. ending but by no means a predictable one yeah beautiful and i thought yeah i mean it, it was up for several awards i think it did win an award it did yeah. um yeah but i can't remember um, what though yeah yeah but i mean that's actually how a lot of animation people, or something but yeah that's how a lot of people found out about it actually um that's yeah. when it won the award I don't remember. What the beautiful, was, beautiful but... movie. Um, I, it's it's available almost nowhere, <laughs> FYI. So <laughs> I'm like, watch this movie, but it's it's. Uh, uh, I think you can buy it on Voodoo. Um, we bought a physical copy on Amazon, and just you know, that was the way that we did that because it was like ten bucks. So it won a BAFTA um, for best animated film. That's what it won. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. Yeah, and it was seventy-seven million dollars US. And it has, has uh, uh, Takei in it. George Takei is yeah. in it. Charlize yep. Theron, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Like, it's got, like, yeah. this, like, kooky all-star cast, you know, as these main characters. Um, but they're just not what you would expect. And it's just really cool. Yeah. Go watch that. That's my, that's my, at the box office, even though it's not. 
that, that, that's all right. That's that's the the COVID. Um, what do you want to call it? Yeah. COVID uh, isolation. Yeah. Ewing. Recommendation. The, the isolation recommendation. That's yeah. There you that's go. My <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, other than the, I mean, onward bloodshed or bloodshot. Those were the first two. We don't really need to talk about the rest. Of, I mean, it's all like. Can we the talk about number man 10? Drop down on number four. I'd like to talk about number 10, yeah. Number Please 10? do not talk What's about number 10? 10. What's number 10? Is it Fast and Furious? What is it? What no, is it? It's, it's Bad Boys for Life. Oh, bad Boys. <laughs> no, but that movie does not need to... We, we've rehashed this. Everybody that listens to this podcast knows <laughs> that we do not need to talk about this movie okay. anymore. Okay, okay. Like but, but, but one, Doug, they're still bad, and two, they're still boys. So, and they're four still boys. <laughs> and they're still in the top 10 after nine weeks. Okay. In the nine? Oh my God. That this... movie has brought in 204 million. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of crazy world are we living in where we have. Love it. Sarah Palin in a furry costume uh, singing uh, Baby's, Baby Got Back on oh. national television. Did you guys see that on I The Mass Singer? I heard about it. Okay. So I kudos to her it was it was really really funny and she just owned it and you know what you go girl like i thought that was amazing like i hey you know what what i don't care what anybody else thinks i thought it was i thought it was hilarious um but when that's on tv and then we've got bad boys for life for how many weeks seven weeks in the top 10 nine yeah what's that not seven. It was, Doug, it was the seven movie last week. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's the nine weeks. Okay, sorry, nine weeks. I don't know. Whatever. They're bad. They're boys. It's for they're life. bad. They're God, not boys. I don't know what to tell okay, you. Stephanie, they're like grandpas. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not boys. Not grandpas. Grandpas they're for not. life. Martin it's, Lawrence and Will Smith are like grandpas at this point. No, it's not. It is a little. I'm getting too old for this shit. But it yeah. is. It, it is. is. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure, it's uh, a little that, but that's what makes it great. I guess, I guess, I don't know. Kids like kids. <laughs> it's honestly probably like kids like that grew up watching that that are that think that's great. You know that it's this guy. Like, right look at Jason. Right like, oh, you're the kid. You're the kid. <laughs> yeah, Jason. Sorry, the I might kid. be the old one. I might be the old one. <laughs> I think we. I think we need to. Uh, I think we need to like keep this movie in the top ten somehow. For, yeah, like, least- let's do it. Let's wait, get it wait, to 12 wait. weeks. Okay, okay. What would you, Doug? Okay, Bad Boys 5. <laughs> Bad. What's your plot? What's your plot? What do you propose they it's do? They're a, listening. Okay. The producers I'm gonna are tell you right listening. Now. Bad, Bad Boys 5. Here we go. It's in a nursing home. Okay. And Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are battling over the last uh, cup of Jello. Okay. But and... so now is, is like uh, Jaden Smith in it? Jason Jaden Smith, um, <laughs> yes, because he, has he ever done any movie without his dad? Uh, not any good ones. He was in Karate no, Kid. Oh, he was in Karate Kid. Yeah, that's right. He no, was. Karate Kid was good. And now Stephanie's getting muted. So now, that so now is, uh, sorry. That's the first time I've ever muted a guest. I think. Wow. Oh, wow. Man, we're done. We're I guess over. Barney wow. got his slot back. Uh, Oh man! No more exclusives for you guys. <laughs> oh. yeah. so wow! Oh, forget it. Oh yeah. No. yeah, just put those away. That's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're just like to Kool Aid Man and just remind our our listeners that the views of the show do not reflect the views of the podcast. Oh man! 
Um, yeah, That's not I, a terrible movie. Get out of here. Well, I, I grew up with the original one. Me too. I, I've been watching. I've been binge watching Cobra Kai. And let's, can, can we what say for, for the record? I'm we pretty wanna, sure we, we want to make a Cobra Kai game. That would be so great. Can oh, that would be dog? amazing. <laughs> um, can, can we just state for the record that I'm pretty sure Ralph Macchio is an immortal? Like <laughs> that. I don't think that guy ages. He does. He just gets creepier looking. That's all. Yeah. What? I think he's kind of he's kind he of. He looks creepy. like a, he's an extremely creepy looking teenager at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to Google this? Tim, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, and like a few others, they just don't age. It's the same, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't look like. I mean, he, he's what fifty something right now, right? He's got the youths. He looks like a he's, handsome uh, man. He's fifty-eight years Ralph old. Ralph Macchio, yeah. yeah, he's a good-looking yeah. dude. Yeah. I have no problem saying that he's a good-looking dude. He is a good-looking dude. Uh, I think he's kind of creepy-looking. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Oh, he's a handsome man. This is where we remind our listeners that the views of Rob Clagian do not necessarily reflect. <laughs> you know what? He kind of looks a little bit like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He'll be cast yeah, as the young as the young Mark Ruffalo in the, in yeah. the Young Hulk movie. <laughs> young Hulk. Young Hulk. Man, Teen Hulk. <laughs> I think Cobra Kai should bring on Joe Pesci. Think, uh, <laughs> that would make it much better. Wow! It just get into a fight with the Utes. Just with the yeah. Utes. What else is in the box office that oh, you don't hate? Do Doug? we really need? Okay, well, we can just talk. Sonic the Hedgehog is number six. That I actually watched it. I watched that. I did watched you, it. Did, did you like it? I'll let Rob go first. Well, Rob no. says Rob's already talked about it. We don't. We don't. Oh, okay. We're, we're My family Rob saw right it. Now. Rob. Okay. Rob's muted, so he doesn't need to be <laughs> talking about it anymore. I love it. I like you just mute people. It's so yeah. great. Oh, yeah. It's so much power. <laughs> um, no, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought that, um, you know, I don't know what it would have been if he, he would have still looked like whatever, you know, he looked that like before. With, yeah. Look, yeah. Um, but the movie that I saw was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I thought Jim Carrey did a great job. I, you know, they left it. I will say they left it like really open. Um, which I I kind of almost hate when movies like do that these days because I'm just like I don't know if there's gonna be another one or not and I just I so I'm a little like okay I get it like you're prepping for a new one you know they want to there's it never open. a new one you've just but I just want I yeah. exactly like I just want like cl- the, closure, you need the closure you know yeah so I, I get why they do that I totally get it but for something like Sonic which seems like probably like you know not a for sure right that's like i could see a direct-to-video sequel yeah. like this like what exactly yeah it's not gonna be some big big sequel, blockbuster yeah. sequel so it's like did you really want to leave that open like whatever but you know <laughs> um but i thought it was cute i thought it was cute it was funny um you know i thought it was fine i thought it was a good movie yeah i I'm... went into it with low expectations though like oh, okay <laughs> yeah Whoa. I mean, I, I've never been a huge, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I never, we, we didn't have a Sega growing up. So mm-hmm. like, I don't, don't have a huge, uh, like, uh, you know, connection with the brand, but I know that a lot of folks did like in the, in the, the Sonic, like they've, 
play Sonic was right up there next to Mario. There were a lot of like super cute Easter eggs in there if you're familiar with Sonic, you know, like the music and stuff like that. There were a lot of cute Easter eggs in there for you. But if you didn't, I don't think you missed out. Like if you didn't know that stuff, I think you could still enjoy it, the movie, you know. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I, you know. If it if it has Stephanie's stamp of approval, then I have to check it. Hold on. What? Okay. I mean, Whoa, hold <laughs> I mean, on. Wait. What? What? Like I didn't I mean, know what that. I mean, like... I mean it, Rob. Rob said he, Rob. Rob said it was good earlier, and I would have just. I would. I don't even listen to. That, hey, so. I said my family said it was good. I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Rob, did you think it was bad? Or can no, I ask you. I didn't. I didn't see it. Uh, my 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 parents actually took my kids. Oh, that's right. Rob did. That's right. Okay. Uh, while we were at, at while we were at PAX East, uh, my kids saw it in the theaters. I, and your I kids very, loved it. They loved it. Well, that's good. Let's see here. Uh, number three was the. I mean, number seven was the Way Back, which I, is that's the uh, the Ben Affleck movie, right? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Um, that dropped seventy-one uh, percent. It's not surprising. Yeah, I don't think that's that's. Uh, it's we, it's a movie we've movie. seen like thirty times already. Yeah. So. Um, number eight was the Call of the Wild, which um, of course that's a twentieth-century Fox movie that Disney inherited uh, with the merger that they're just trying to hope to make some kind of money off of. Um, that, so that's based on the, off the book. Yeah. yeah, that's based off the book and, and with the CGI dog. Really oddly animated CGI dog. Anyone, anyone big in that? or Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford. He's the lead actor. So, that's why I, yeah. I'm surprised how he got into that film, honestly. I don't understand how he made that choice. Or if that was a contractual obligation, maybe. <laughs> that was one of my favorite books whenever I was younger. I loved oh, yeah. that book throughout so, school i read that many times in school uh, yeah we had to read it right but i still loved it um yeah i wonder so no no one saw it none of you guys uh, no i haven't no, seen it. I, haven't, no. I, I live probably, it so i'll probably <laughs> jason said he lives it <laughs> you live it because yeah. canada i'm, I'm up here in the canada. frozen wastelands of canada we got it. you know yep. <laughs> he's tuesday he's just like he's he's way canada like he's way up there <laughs> stephanie like how canada are you like he's, he's like almost he's like are, you Bam- are you Banff? i'm further north than that okay so look i said a canada term you did and you got he it knows. correct i'm impressed <laughs> wow like they don't know like Doug's i don't hey i don't like, like, what's what's a secret Banff? language that uh, jason and stephanie are, uh, all of a sudden have together <laughs> I love Canada. Well versed on Canada. Love it. <laughs> That's the next D and D book, actually. <laughs> well versed on Canada. Guide to Canada. 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 Explorer's Guide to Canada. Yeah. Volo's Guide to Canada. Good. Oh man. Half uh, the book will be devoted to poutine recipes. Okay, whose who's kitty is making noise? Um, that would be mine. That's Ruby. She'll probably not make an appearance though. She'll just Aww. do this. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. We talked. Hey, you brought up uh, a source book for Canada. And now I just want to play a sorry mancer. 
Yikes. And Barney's not even here for these like dad the staff, jokes. The staff will be a hockey stick. Just Oh, yeah. I had oh. a joke. Should I, can I tell my joke? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Stephanie. Feel so, free. So, okay. So, so in honor, if Barney, I know you listen to these podcasts. Barney, if you're listening to this, Stephanie has a jo- joke I just do. for you. Yeah, so this one's kind of like topical related to the Funkoverse. Sure, cool. Um, so um, Harry Potter is a character that you could play in one of our Funkoverse games in our HP 100 set. You can get him with Hermione, Voldemort, and Bellatrix. Harry Potter, um, what's his favorite way to get down a hill? Uh, I, I don't know. Walking. JK rolling. Oh, that's a Barney joke, right? That there. is that a is Barney, a Barney, Barney totally joke. I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave. <laughs> that is, that is wow. very Barney. This is what happens when you don't come on an episode. Yeah. We're gonna so. give her, or you're gonna, we're gonna give your bathrobe to her, Barney. <laughs> I want a bathrobe, that sounds awesome. So, so Barney always shows up with a bathrobe on, like that's his usually. shtick. Yeah. Is like he's like usually just sitting there with a mic in his face <laughs> in a bathrobe. <laughs> And uh, one episode, yeah. a few a few episodes ago, we all wore our bathrobes to the episode, and well, and he was the only one that didn't. It was he showed up like a time. The one time, yeah, yeah. the one time he didn't show up to, you know. And then it took him like a few minutes to go. Yeah, are you guys wearing bathrobes? Wear bathrobes? <laughs> he's like he's like looking at the camera, like what are you? What what, yeah. what is this? Anyway, <laughs> nobody wants this. That's good. That's good. But at least T- you took guys your joke. Did, uh, took your joke, Barney. Yeah, you guys didn't decide to come on, you know, naked like I did that time. Uh, so. No, we don't need to. That's we don't talk about that anymore, <laughs> Rob. Do you have your you Skype to... pants? Your Skype pants on, Rob? <laughs> I, well, I didn't even have those on that, that episode. So yikes. Anyway, let's get back to a more. <laughs> yeah, it still looked like he was wearing a sweater. <laughs> yes, right. it did. You guys, jeez, that's the Italian the rails tonight. <laughs> Number nine was Emma, which I think is going to uh, direct to streaming here. Uh, That'll go to streaming, yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, that actually went up 167 screens, uh, which is surprising. I, I'm wondering why. Um, Probably hmm. some of the smaller, more art housey theaters yeah, are starting to pick maybe. it up now. Yeah. Or so. smaller chains picked it up, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, like I said, number 10 was uh, Bad, for, Bad Boys for Life. So Yeah, we did talk about that one. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. It's anymore. a law of the universe. It has to be a Bad Boys movie or a Fast and the Furious movie in the top ten at all times. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Although I was a little bit disappointed to hear that the Fast and the Furious new release won't be coming out until 2021. Now they delayed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. They delayed it like forever, which is really weird. <laughs> is that what it's going to be called? Like, like into, into May of 2021 or something like that. I think they said. That's because uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be a Bad Boys, like Fast and Furious crossover. Yeah. Like, the world's coll- collide. They could totally do that. that bad, was, those, the, bad, the Bad and Furious. Yeah, The Bad yeah. and the Furious, yeah. <laughs> it would totally work, too. Or, or Fast Boys. Fast Boys. Fast Boys. Fast Boys, boys. <laughs> Fast boys <laughs> forever. Sounds, sounds like a burger chain. Yeah. Fast Boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I'm, well, I'm kind of into it, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a Hollywood thing to do right now. It's crossover yeah. everything. So exactly. Yeah. Make a shared universe. <laughs> For sure. So I guess they already have Fast Boys with the Flash because there's like eight million. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but there's only one really amazing Flash, and I think we can all agree on who that is, right? 
well, one, two, three, it together, or like, no? Are we naming the actor, or the Flash, the actual Flash is oh. the best Flash? Oh, this is gonna oh. get me in trouble. Oh, wow. No, <laughs> I, I <don't laughs> go are, are go, we gonna go one, ahead, two, three? Go ahead. Uh, okay, one, one, two, two three. three. Barry, Barry Allen. Allen. Oh, okay. Barry Allen. Barry Allen. I love the delay. I love the delay. What? What? Oh, no, there was like a positive. <laughs> Late latency. I, yeah. He is yeah. the only Flash. <laughs> no matter what multiverse you're in. <laughs> That's good. Everybody oh, else is just a pretender. <laughs> All right. Well, we should actually get to the main segment, of course, and that is let's talk some Funko games with Stephanie Straw. <laughs> Stephanie, well, let's uh, let's have you kind of just tell folks who you are, what you do for Funko games, and and uh, you know we'll start out the segment that way. Yeah, I've hopefully been in helping entertain you for uh, an hour now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I'm Stephanie Straw. I'm a community manager for Funko Games. And uh, our first game that we came out with is uh, this game here. So Funko, I know I kind of like gave like Doug and Ben Rob, like, all, you know, all the spiel at PAX Unplugged, but uh, Funko purchased our board game design studio, which was called Forest Prison Creative. Um, and we published games under the pen name Prospera Hall. So we did Jaws, Horrified, Disney Villainous, Choose Your Own Adventure, Bob Boros, Art of Chill. So many games. If you search for Prospera Hall on uh, BoardGameGeek.com, then you'll find all those games or Force Present Creative. Um, and actually, they've been doing games for decades, like even starting to the Cranium days. So um, they've been in like mass market for a really long time. Um, but we hopped into hobby with, I think, Disney Villainous. And that's where we sort of took off and our design studio really found our stride with those, um, you know, I guess hobby games. Um, but yeah, so our, our first game that we did with Funko um, as Funko games was Funkoverse, which I have a bunch of sets behind me. Um, that's a tactical miniatures game that you can play as a team. Um, several different characters you can sort of mix and match. Um, Harry Potter, DC, Batman, Kool-Aid Man, um, Agretzko, Harry, uh, Golden Girls, Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> so many characters you can all mix and match. Um, characters, items, scenarios, maps, all that stuff. Um, I love the game. I actually play it all the time. So you know that I just like genuinely love the game. Um, I, I love the game as well. And, and Rob, uh, I know that you uh, you picked a up a copy at uh, PAX Unplugged. Yep, and... I've got uh, I've got the Harry Potter four pack, and I've got the the first Golden Girls two pack. And and I told you going into that that you were going to love this game. I just want to it... state for the record that I told you. <laughs> yep, and it, it, uh, it ended up being one of my my top five for last year. Yeah. Wow, it was. It's fantastic. I made my daughter feel guilty for constantly killing uh, poor Rose with Voldemort. <laughs> that it was, it was uh, elder abuse. Um, yeah, yeah. It is a fantastic game. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's honestly it's the game. So um, our whole studio was involved in making this game, and we are gamers, and we're also just geeks. Like we love those properties. Like we love Harry Potter. We love comic books, as I've already kind of talked about earlier. We we love those fandoms, and we wanted to bring those to life. 
um, with these uh, abilities that these characters could have. And actually just, we love playing miniatures games. So I played Warhammer, I played War Machine of Hordes, I played uh, Affinity, like I played like, a lot of that stuff. Um, and we just kind of wanted to make the tactical miniatures game that was like for us, like what, what game would we want to play, but also like, what would you be able to introduce to new players? So, um, I know there's tons of videos out there and like, you guys already talked about it. Thank you so much. Also, you know, for talking about it after PAX Unplugged, um, that was such a great video and recap, but, um, it's just, it's, it's such a great game that just like really like brings people together because you can have someone that's like, you know what, I want to play this game, but I, I'm, I'm into Harry Potter and I don't know what to do. And even if you don't know what to do or like how to play board games, you can go, you know what? I know how to be Harry Potter. I know how to be Hermione. I know how to be Baltimore. I know how to be Braun. You know what I mean? Like you can just Absolutely. like, you can just embody those characters and be those characters and then, you know, play these board games. And it's just, if we can bring more people into our hobby, that's that's the dream dudes you know like Absolutely, that's, that's what you want to do like we're not trying to you know people like i understand people have their likes and dislikes and some people don't like the pop style and i totally get that and i respect that and i'm i am here to say 100 percent. like we are not trying to be like we're trying to trick you into playing this game what we want to do is we want to bring people into board games we're not trying to like trick these hobby board gamers into being like you know buy pop figures that's not what we're trying to do i promise you that's not what we're trying to do um we actually just were working on this game with funko as our own studio before funko purchased us so this was something we were working on before that you know and Very we're cool. still coming out with other games that don't have pop figures in them you know like we're still doing those same games like jaws and horrified you know, we're still doing those some, those same games as Funko games. It's sure. it's like it's business as usual for us, but it's just we have Funko backing us, which is amazing because they're such a huge company and they have access to so many licenses. And we can bring if like before that we did like a Kenny G game. You know what I mean? Like if we could just bring a Kenny G fan, it, sure. one Kenny G fan Absolutely. into the board game industry, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's we that's did Doug. it right right here that's hey i i don't mind you know i like some some you like a little I bit like of keeping a, it sexy no like to, be, -dog? to be honest my um so i i worked on that game i produced that game i worked with um a team of designers and i helped I, develop that game and my mom legit she texted me a picture of her buying that game at target <laughs> and she's like tearing up like, oh, awesome. no seriously like this is what i mean when like to my mom like i've been working in this industry for a long time like trying to like make it make it make it make it make it like i started out doing like podcasts and media you know um and to to my mom that was when i made it to her Aww. was that the game <laughs> i'm not, as far as you go stephanie <laughs> no I'm, I'm serious like to her that was so important and she was just like like 
into because she's a huge Kenny G fan for one. But like, so you know, she's like that like legitimized my whole career and what wow. we're doing. And she's like, oh, I get it. And then without me even telling her, she like watched like how to play videos online. Like Aww. she watched like reviews That's of it. She awesome. was like, great. she was like, oh, Dang. this one guy reviewed it. He really liked it. Like it's so cute. <laughs> and so it's just like it, people like that, like people like my mom that can actually sit down and like play that game and like get it. We did it, dude. We yeah. did it. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we... people hate it, and they're like, "Oh, it's too easy," or like, "It's not for me." That's fine, honestly. Yeah. I I don't well, I don't hate you, and I respect your opinion, and your opinion is important. There's so many board games out there. You don't right. have to like them all, well, for sure. Th- there's not going to be a one board game that everybody's going to like. And I've said this no. time and time again. <laughs> you can make a board game that. That, that you think is perfect but and it might you know connect with a large audience but there's still gonna be that that audience that goes now yeah. i don't like it for this reason or that reason and, you yeah. know you just can't chase that you can't chase that perfect game like there's just no that because it doesn't exist literally everyone's not gonna like every game exactly <laughs> it's like not a thing <laughs> when there's we first gonna be talked some stinkers when we first talked about the fun covers game actually back when we were uh i can't even remember what episode it was for us but uh it was we were talking really early yeah yeah it was really early we were talking about it and we were all a little bit confused initially because we were trying to figure out exactly what sort of game it was but once we figured out it was a game where you can mix and match any of the characters and still play the game like like you were saying voldemort uh running around killing rose (laughs) um that's that's as, as it's an excellent gateway yeah like that's yeah. that's that's the kind of game that you want to like you want to like this is silly it looks weird and it's going to be hilarious we're just going to have a fun and then all of a sudden afterwards you've somebody you've got somebody playing a miniatures game yeah and then so, yeah. and it's i mean it sounds a little bit a little bit shady but it's it's very much we like tricked hey, him. we tricked yeah. him into doing it <laughs> you're playing a miniatures game now would you like to know more <laughs> right yeah <laughs> i think that's one of the best things about Funkoverse is it it really does feel like a miniatures game because it is it's just yeah. your miniatures are just super deformed you know hot <laughs> type of figures yeah. yeah and i'm i'm the first to admit that when it was first announced i wrote it off i'm like oh man they're yeah, really no, trying I to and i was I confused because i thought doug was talking about it and yeah. i finally played it and man the first game i played with my daughter um, it was it was so good. Like it just it clicked. Yeah. It my clicked. concern was the game board. That was my concern. So I was thinking, oh my god, somebody's you're going to break this thing, and that's going to be the end of it. And then you're going to have to go buy a replacement board every six weeks. But yeah, no. As it turns out, the thing is remarkably durable. Absolutely, <laughs> it's like unbelievably yeah. durable. So- no, honestly, the the component quality, and that's one thing that people talk about a lot. So um, we support our FLGS. Like, thank you, Benjamin, you know, um, and, but, but the reason that we're able to have those games at such an affordable price and with those high quality components is partly because mass market signed on for it. Yeah. Like, and because we have those popular IPs, that's honestly like this game is $70 to, okay. to, sure. it, you know, in hobby on Kickstarter or something. 80 even 100 you know with like miniatures and boards and stuff like that like they can be so pricey and we you know that was important to us to get that cost down as much as possible but still have quality components like everything's punched out already like 
you know, we, that was important to us is we wanted it yeah. to be accessible. There's, there, there's no, almost no assembly required really. Yeah. I mean, it's not like most miniatures games. Like that's where you lose people yeah. when you get to miniatures <laughs> games. It's like here, let's play some Warhammer. Why are, what are all these gray plastic? I pieces? always, yeah. I know. I always say I'm going to paint them. Oh yeah, my gosh. I, I sold uh, one of my games that had these beautiful miniatures in it. Um, what is it? It's the Mice and Mystics Friends of a Feather or whatever. What is it? Oh, the, what is that one? Yeah. Um, I, I sold it. I sold, yes. Feather. I sold it recently. I bought it. So love the game. I love it so much. But yeah. I had like these ideas of painting all these beautiful miniatures and it's <laughs> never going to happen. At it's a certain point, you, you, you know, deep down inside, you're never going to get them all painted, but you just can't admit it to yourself half the time. But they're beautiful. <laughs> and I'm not saying everyone sell your tail feather games. Like, it's a really good game. Like, oh, you should play it game. for sure. You should play it. The mechan- Actually, the mechanics <laughs> in it are really super cool with, with the swooping and the turning and stuff like that. Like, it's a really cool game. Um, but yeah, I think like I just have come to really respect painted miniatures, like mm. already done miniatures. I just Doug is an excellent to- painter, by the way really respect that oh can we commission doug to paint our i, I don't know about that i'm, I'm a okay <laughs> painter doug that's what you should put in the next shoot crate what's yeah. that a painted a paint, mini? an officially mini. painted doug shoot mini you oh you could even do you can repurpose one of the you could do a mod like um one of our co-workers did like a zombie harry potter set oh that was nice like, yeah everybody knows go. blue, blue kool-aid is the best flavor you could change kool-aid man to blue <laughs> oh. I mean, so so speaking of blue kool-aid man this is one of the figures that you previewed to that we couldn't talk about for the longest time <laughs> oh you my god know, stephanie is there a blue we, kool-aid man <laughs> that we all we all could we all were like like chomping at the bit to tell everybody about <laughs> the, the kool-aid man and this oh yeah oh that's so like, cool come oh, on. Yeah. Like, those, those are some rad figures right there it turned out really well so honestly okay so the um the fun stuff maybe that you want to know is a lot of these are based on pops that are that already exist so there already sure. is a kool-aid man pop but some of them are not so ray, Ar- ray arnold for example in um jurassic park uh, is the first time pop. So we created that on our own, but cool. Yeah. I mean, we just kind of adapted him, sure. um, but it turned out really cool. Like, look at the like little uh, like little ice, ice cubes. cubes. <laughs> so, yes. so, and he can hold an item just like everyone else. He can hold the item right there. So we have we have a question for you, a technical yeah. question um, <laughs> about Kool-Aid Man. And oh yes, God! Oh, um, no. Rob, do you want to ask it? Because I think no. you you're the one that that, that brought I'm it. Ready up. for it. I'm ready. No, I think Ben brought this one up. But yeah. so so is is Kool-Aid Man the liquid inside or or is he the pitcher? Good question. So Kool-Aid at Kool-Aid on Twitter, actually, the official Kool-Aid Twitter that has I think a million followers cleared this up. And they said me, also me. So yes and yes both of them are kool-aid man interesting is both the liquid and the container kool-aid inception yes Yes. so this is kool-aid so he's a symbiote is what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) oh man venom would be so cool venom kool-aid yeah if you could just venomize everything in the Funkiverse, so there's some really cool venomized <laughs> pops. There are. I, there are a lot. There are a lot of venomized pops. So Venom is one of my favorites. One of my partner's favorites too. Um, so I love Venom. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of venomized pops. That would be really cool in the Funkiverse. What do you want to see in the Funkiverse? I still want to watch. I want a D and D Funko set. Yes, that, oh, that would be cool. D and D Funko yeah. would be awesome. Like you could like, do the Mighty Nine. 
or even Vox Machina or anything like that. Like just even like the okay. cartoon, the old D and D cartoon with Ranger yes. and, and all that. That would be amazing. I would love so, Minsk and Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like so okay. I would love to see Transformers. No, I, I almost <laughs> said Transformers, but I know that that's not gonna happen. Because oh, okay. Hasbro. Okay, so Maybe I would maybe. love to see anything four- is possible. Well, I hey, if you make anybody that makes a Transformers board game that's not like just for like like little kids, like you got my money. Especially if it has like little minis and stuff. Oh, yeah. anyway, that's beside the point. I would love to see a four pack box set like this of the Ninja Turtles. Yes, mm. like you give me that all these cool, ninja- yeah. like Stephanie. If yes. you need consulting on this board Listen, on this set, I will be glad to. Just <laughs> I, I want like East. I love you, but I wouldn't though. need to consult you because so Ninja Turtles was actually one of the first comic books that I started reading when I was younger because my parents didn't know that it's actually like a little dark and dirty. Right. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, the original ones. Yes. But I I started watching those and the show of course was so great and I had a lot of the figures so I am a huge Ninja Turtles fan Raphael is my bae I had a crush on him whenever in like Secret of the Ooze and I was like upset with April when he was in the bathtub and I had very confusing feelings <laughs> I don't know um, <laughs> but I love the Ninja Turtles um, I would very much oh, I would love to see I haven't started collecting Ninja Turtle pops for that reason because I'm scared no I'm scared okay. because I'll, I'll have to have all of I them I, okay, have, while, while we're on you're all you're all gonna see this. Oh, right we're now. going on a journey. Like, are we going door. on a pop journey? I'll have to have oh, well, all the pops gotta... though. If I if I get one Ninja Turtle, it's see, like you there's just all four of my Ninja Turtle pops right up there. Oh. Yep. Because yeah, of... I'd want the grittier turtles though. Yeah. So they also have the eight bit ones, right? They do. Yep. And then I need like Shredder, and I need like everybody. It's like that's what you do the two packs. Like you do the two packs of Bebop and Rocksteady, or 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 Shredder and Rocksteady and Krang and 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 Bebop or something like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, Stephanie. Let's let's make it happen. I'm on board. (laughs) What about an exclusive, a five pack of Voltron? (laughs) Well, that would be cool. That That would be be cool. cool. How you would make it work so that it like merged? You'd have to make it work. Ooh. You just have you to could. do it. We could, yeah. Listen, anyway. we'll do it. Listen, anything is possible. We'll this do is it. a rabbit hole we could go down. All yeah, we could. Long. We could just oh, make yeah. a, a whole episode of, of let's 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 talk about what what we want to make for Funkoverse and I know and, and there's dream so many and hope that it comes to be. Like I love that though. If, if you're listening though, if you have like a suggestion and you want to make a custom pop, you can put it on BGG. I usually give geek gold to people that do that. Oh. Just a little FYI, free geek gold. Because um, I think that's fun. I think it's fun yeah. to like make your own and the people combine maps and stuff like that. I think that's really cool. You know, we I want left- this in Funkoverse. <laughs> I want left- a- a la carte in, in Funkoverse. So we're actually re-watching Castlevania because the new season came out. So I'm mm. I'm 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 re-watching <laughs> that right now. Love Castlevania. Yeah. It's so good. So cool. There's there's a lot. We have a lot of cool stuff coming out later this year. A lot of stuff that we're in the works right now planning on and just like working through some of it. Again, it's like more of the weird because we just do the weird okay. and it's and more popular stuff too. So Ooh, like who's the boss? It's gonna be something for everybody. Cannot confirm or deny. Tony Danza pop. I would play Simona. You could do sitcom wars like the Jeffersons. I will say, Company. I will say, Stephanie, that uh, you, you're 
you do a great job of balancing these figures as well. Yes. Like they all like, like I know that as you add more and more to that, that's, that's probably going to be, you know, that's going to be something that you, and I'm sure it's yeah. already something that you very, you, you very much, you know, keep a, keep an eye on. But so far I've been very, very impressed with the fact that uh, you've, you've, uh, you've kept the, the balance level really, really seems really even across the board. Um, now, one thing that you, you mentioned while we are, while we were at PAX Unplugged and while we saw with the, the Kool-Aid man and, and with this, uh, I, what is this Agritsuko. my daughter like lit up as soon as she as soon as this arrived <laughs> oh, i just want to take That's that so from good. you yeah she was like she was like it. oh i have to have this that's so good yeah. i love that um so so you definitely hit the hit the nail on the head with this one by the cool. way even though it, I, I have no idea who it is um and i'm probably gonna get <laughs> she has a chainsaw <laughs> yeah I mean. yeah it's amazing it's amazing and she um, is officially Sanrio, so she is part yeah, of. Yeah, that's Hello what Beauty that's line. what my daughter said. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but you're also going to go to these like one pop figure packaging, like going forward, or, or, or I think or, so. I, you know, um, we want to test things out, so obviously we came to spring with two of the expansions, um, Kaliman and Agretzko. Um, if it works out, then we want to do that in the future because it's a great way to bring those characters into the Funkoverse. Um, cause like Kool-Aid man, what would that four pack look like? I don't know. You right, know, yeah. oh, what would that two pack look like? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's other characters in a we could have done, but it's just a good way to bring those like cool characters and fandoms at like a low price point, low cost, low, um, development, that kind of thing, like into the Falcoverse. Um, so as long as that's successful and as long as there's a character or characters that will fit that, then we'll continue to do that for you know there's nothing there's nothing to say we won't do a six-pack in the future i mean who knows you know like the the yeah the the possibilities are endless you know we really just want to bring what's the like we're like what's cool what do we want to bring to the funkoverse and then like how do we do that you know is that a six-pack is that a single pack is that a two-pack is that a four-pack like what how how do we bring that to the funkoverse so that's that's the sort of the question that we ask ourselves and then the solution that we try to find. And if the expansions do well, then I think we'll do more, you know, um, if they don't, then that's the nature of retail. And then maybe we won't, you know, the variety in the expansions is just crazy. Like when, when they, when the original sets and everything first came out, I was so confused because I was like, why, how did we get to golden girls? How did this even happen? So so I asked, I think I asked the same question when, uh, when we were at PAX Unplugged and I, it's Stephanie, you can feel free to answer that because I I love, uh, I love, I love the answer. We just, honestly, we wanted to prove that we're not afraid to do the weird stuff. Like we, we are fans of golden girls. We love them. And we, we actually wanted to put all four of them in there, but we weren't sure we were, we were like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe let's just put the two. Let's see how it goes. And then obviously they did really well. So we had to put the other two in there. They come also. with a cheesecake. I mean, come on. And the second set comes with a purse. Uh, and uh, Sophia, you know, 
just cast a Sicilian curse on you. I need, you know? I need Sophia. I need that um, just for Sophia. And we wanted to make them, we did, we made them some of the tankiest characters in the game. And then the second set, they're kind of some of the sassiest and savage characters in the game. We wanted, <laughs> we want, we didn't want people to dismiss them. We wanted people to go, oh yeah, hardcore yeah. gamers to go, you want them on your team. And we wanted fans of the show to go, this is really cool. This is actually like when you watch the show, you feel empowered. Like these ladies are powerful. So we mm -hmm. wanted people oh, to were, feel yeah. that if they're fans of the show, like, yes, I feel that power. I feel that coming out. So um, we, we have a robust workshopping and playtesting program. We have people in the office daily workshopping stuff all day long <laughs> so, people shouting i just kicked your ass with rose exactly and they're trying every combination they're trying to break everything they're trying those op strategies and it's actually a testament to those people those workshoppers those playtesters because there's no so far that i haven't seen and nobody's like oh this is the overwhelming team do this yep. team do this team in this scenario, even oh, just a specific scenario, or just a specific scenario, specific map. Nobody's there's, been there's like, no meta. <laughs> yeah, there's no, nobody's, yeah. nobody's found it out. And it's because we really did, we really did test this. We really, it was important to us. We didn't just want to like put some abilities in a game and then, oh, okay, well, that's probably fine. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we really, we really do put thought into this. It's really important to us. Our playtesting and our workshopping program is our backbone of our company. And that's kind of what we were built on. And that's why we think, we hope we keep bringing these games like Funkoverse and Jaws and Horrified and Choose Your Own Adventure and Bob Ross and Kenny G keeping it sexy <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the table, you know, like Absolutely. we're just, we're geeks and we just, we, we test it. Like we really do. If I, like I promise we don't just like slap something uh, on and go, Let's not like games workshop money. cough. I mean, Oh, <laughs> wow. Jason with a hot <laughs> take already. Yeah. Just a reminder balance. that the views of Jason Hunt do not necessarily. <laughs> this is balance. This is games workshop. Wow. Um, it's like Jason, I, shut up. Okay. I still need to sell. I am, <laughs> I am. I am really happy that, that nobody's come up with some, op team or op strat or yeah, whatever absolutely. so far um everyone has their favorites you know yeah. and i that's so great like they're all different so cool love it so we we've talked at, at length about Funkoverse. let's talk about yeah. uh, some of the the new releases that you've just announced Ooh, or yeah. the upcoming releases that, that you've uh, that you've announced here in the last uh, couple of weeks uh one of which is this uh pan am board game right? we were talking before you hopped on this chat we were all talking about it before uh before you hopped on uh, stephanie uh tell us a little bit about pan am and and what uh, what that's like i am so excited about pan am this is one of my favorite games we have coming out um one of my favorite that i love to play i i play it all the time i love it um so our whole studio is really collaborative everybody is involved in it but i do want to say just as like a testament to the type of talent that we hire um one of the people that is the lead designer on pan am actually also designed uh lords of water deep oh okay. okay and used to work for wizards of the coast so um our smoke alarms going off apparently uh-oh the cat's trying <laughs> to burn it, the house it, down jason it was the, the jason the it was hype is so hot taking a shot at gw yeah too hot of a take no um so and it's 
uh, he's a great designer and he's so great. And the game is just really speaks to that. He's also one of the lead designers in Horrified. So if you love Horrified, it's not the same Ooh, game. It's not, it's not cooperative, but it is competitive. Um, but it's kind of like Ticket to Ride of the Skies for Pan Am. Mm-hmm. One Pan Am. The description Am is, reminded me a lot of Ticket to Ride. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not set collection. So it is different. It's um, I'll use, I'm, I'm assuming most of our viewers are like kind of hobby gamers and they understand the term worker placement. Um, but it's a worker placement game. So you're placing engineers. Um, I love that in this game, you get to choose between, um, so your goal is that you want to invest in Pan Am stocks. You're all sort of fledgling airline designers or fledgling airline companies. And you want to, you want Pan Am to purchase you and you want to invest in Pan Am stock. Um, so you have that choice at the end of each round to buy Pan Am stock at whatever price it is, and it'll continue to go up or down. You don't know. Um, or keep that money to buy airports, to buy routes, to upgrade your planes, et cetera. So that's where that like crunchy hobby gamer strategy comes in is like, do I use my money now to invest in victory points or do I save that money to invest in things that are going to help me throughout the game? And that's, I think that like pivot point that separates it from, um, uh, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to downgrade a game, but I just want to say that it, that like elevates it a little bit, sure. you know, um, it's, but it's really easy to learn. Like people are just going to be so tricked into playing this game. It's going to be great. Like they're just going to like sit down and try and play this game and it's, and then go, Oh, I want more, you know, nice. like I want to play. It. Uh, I want to play Lords of Waterdeep or I want to play like this other game that's like, I want to play Ticket to Ride. I want to play, you know, this other game that's like that. And it's this license that's so unexpected, right? Like sure, Pan Am. Sure. What? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, was, that was literally my question. I was like, what? How? <laughs> our general manager sat down and this is kind of the power of Funko and the power of our company. He goes, I want to make this game and I want to make it and I don't care who's going to buy it. I just want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i want to make this game and he's just sat down these like resource these like books about pan am in front of the designers and he was like read this and make this game and that i think is a testament to um the proof of the fact that like yes we're part of funko and we understand that funko is like a big company and they're collectibles and you know that kind of thing but we just are just geeks ourselves and we just want to do we want to make these like beautiful games we want to make these experiences we want to bring these licenses to life on your tabletop like we that's that that's just 100 what we want to do like we we don't, it's not just a, cra- a cash grab to us. It's important to us. It's important to us to make these games. It's important to us as our whole company or our whole company is credited. No, not one person because it's, we're so collaborative. Everybody works on these games. You know, I mentioned people's names occasionally, but like, it's, it's seriously like, you can't just credit one person. Like, how could you, how could you attribute the success of this show to one person? Do you know what I mean? Like you're all a part of it, right? You so know, it's the, really viewer, the viewers, yeah, the, it's, you know what, you know what happened is it, it actually, you know, it took off when Stephanie Straw joined. The <laughs> oh, that's, that's when okay. it really took it to its next level. I'm just saying. Oh, that's great. It took off when we were going to burn her apartment down. <laughs> it was the cat. It was the cat. Was Actual on air she's fire. like still sleeping. She doesn't care at all. <laughs> she's still sleeping. She doesn't care at all. No, 100%. Like we're geeks. We're nerds. Like we, we love these games. Like 
we we want to bring new people into the hobby, but we also want uh, you know love letters to people that are into the hobby and dedicated to the hobby. You know, like you guys, like we it's important to us, so we want it to be a game that you guys enjoy too. You know, so I'm so stoked to bring Pan Am to everybody. Um, it's going to be coming this like summer fall. Okay. Uh, time frames are weird. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of odd um, going on. So, but, so with a question for for Pan Am, uh, I I was typing in the in the board game geek and uh, the they apparently this is the second Pan Am game out there. Did you play the 1965 Pan American World Jet Flight game from Hasbro? I do. For this? We did t- we did talk about this. Yes, um, our our studio. I did not personally. Yeah. Um, our studio did talk about this though because we do our research. Yeah. For the games to make sure that we're not making the same game, etc. Um, it's a very different game. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm no. Sure. Yeah. Oh, and you know what's so cute? So the Pan Am, so the licensors are so excited about this game, right? Like, and that is that is just exciting because, um, and you know, there's museums. There's a couple of museums. There's one in like LA. There's one in Seattle. There's one in New York. Um, Pan Am museums, and there's huge fandoms like people tens of thousands of people like (laughs) that used to work for pan am that will post like their cool like pens like their company pen like there's a whole culture of pan am and these people that are just in love with that time of like luxury and travel and you know that kind of thing and it's just really cool like honestly they're they're just so on board no pun intended Uh, (laughs) And they love it and they get it. And, you know, that's how we know we've done it is when we send a game to a licensor that like doesn't play a lot of board games and they play it and they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I played it. That's fun. Like we get it. Like we played the whole game and that was a lot of fun. So like that's our goal, you know, is that's how you know you have a good gameplay mechanic too, actually. Yeah. And people like me that I'm, I'm, I'm like a spreadsheet gamer. I'll play like Arkwright and win right now. Like, let's do it. You know, (laughs) um, you know, but I play that game and I love it. You know, like the the stock can go up and down. And the other day I won a game against someone. I bought a bunch of stock and then the last round it went up to from seven to 11 and I won because I bought a stock. Anyway, you don't understand that reference, but yes, it's a good it's game. It's awesome. No, I, yeah. I love uh I love market games anyway, like games that, that have some sort of you yeah. know, mar- market mechanic. I, I've always liked those, to be honest. Doug's a bit of a fiend for the markets. I used to hate games where your victory points were your currency, which it's yeah. not quite that. You, It's more your, you can spend your currency to invest in victory points earlier or later, sort of like Steam, if you played Steam. Like you can go like, oh, I want to you know, invest my victory points now or I want to invest in further things in the game. I like that like split like that tree like do i yep. want to do this do i want to do that it's not everybody um, on one linear path you have different choices you can make to try and win yeah yeah it's exactly. not just everybody on the same road running the same thing just mm-hmm. trying to get ahead of each other you can go like yeah, hey, i'm gonna make a left here <laughs> and there's no op strategy like you can play a perfect game and then just you know the event that comes out like you yeah. don't know you know it's like oh well the stock went down and so you bought you already bought all yours and now everyone else is going to get to buy cheaper stocks you know yeah. so like it's yeah. that's just what happens you know but i but i love that i love that like that little bit of random but you know the random is coming because you can pay sure. for it mm-hmm. yeah 
Now the other the other game that you just announced uh, is a property that that I always love and and it's it's a movie series that that you know it, we talked we talked about Jurassic Park we talked about Harry Potter but we also talked uh, you're also bringing out a, uh, a Back to the Future board game oh yeah which I think is is amazing and I it, I I can't believe that, that that nobody has made one yet. Like there have this, been some. There have been oh, some. Oh, has there been some? Yeah. Uh Bet so the uh famed design duo, they're good friends of mine, Ben uh Pinchback and Matt Riddle did do one. Oh, okay. Um a bit ago. And then Daryl Andrews of Sagrada, Wild City, mm-hmm. etc. He did a, a dice one. Just oh, okay. Like, yeah, a little a little dice game for it. Um but uh, this is the first, probably in a long while, like big, long, like adventure style game. Right, right. Um, uh, but yeah, so there, there have been some, um, but I think that we're, we're focusing on the first movie for this one. And we're just, it's like, I think that we just hit the nail on the head. If, if you, even if you don't love the game, it's a cooperative, co- cooperative game experience. You can play it so you don't have to feel like, uh, oh, I don't know the property, so I, I'm not going to do good at this game, that kind of thing. Um, it's it's cooperative, so, you know, you'll be able to play with your friends. Um, has some really cool mechanisms in it, uh, one of them being the DeLorean is really neat that Looks you get to amazing. move around. It yeah. does look phenomenal. We actually have our own um, engineer. Oh, I thought you were going to say you have your own DeLorean. We do have our own. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) we actually went back in time. Ah, nice. Um, No, uh, we have an engineer that he worked on that, and he made that just, like, perfect. And it's, like, full deco, colored, all that stuff. Uh, The figures are beautiful. Um, So you want uh, George and Lorraine to fall in love, Marty's parents, without falling in love with marty because that's weird and gross um yeah yeah, awkward uh there's a photo that actually is like you can see fade in the game so you flip over these tiles where the photo is like fading so you can see that um the kids are like fading away if uh george and lorraine are not falling in love and of course biff is trying to make trouble um the rule book looks like a comic book from the movie there's lots of like really cool things that if you're a fan of the show you'll love but if you're not a fan uh, or sorry the show of of the movie you'll love but if you're not a fan of the movie you'll still love the game it's actually really just a lot of fun uh the clock tower is a real working dice tower yeah that Uh, that was my most interesting thing about that whole the whole blurb but i was reading it on the on the the thing that doug sent us i was like that is a really cool idea yeah that's a good that's yeah. a good throwback to the old to the old games where you had the the tower in the middle <laughs> right yeah it's it, and it kind of has that feel like it has that like old you know game feel but with um you know modernized new mechanisms um that you know people are gonna love like again like if you love jaws horrified those kind you know those kinds of games um I, I think you're gonna love it i was nervous about it at first i'll just be honest because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. an important property for us sure. it's mm-hmm. an important we're geeks sure, of it yeah. we love that movie we love the franchise and we it, we had whole meetings about should we do the first movie or all of the movies should we do okay what do people we even have we have a whole meeting about 
what do people think Back to the Future is, even if they haven't seen the movie? And I know that like sounds kind of weird, but like, so when people think of Back to the Future, they could think of time travel, right? But in the right. movie, there's actually not a lot of time travel. Not a ton, yeah. 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 So we actually even had whole meetings about, do we do a game where you do a bunch of time travel because that's what people think the movies are about and that's what people think is fun? Or do we do a movie that's like, totally true to the movie source and that's you know not a lot of time travel like we had whole we're uh, like i'm not kidding we're just we're huge geeks <laughs> no you know? i love it we have whole meetings about what characters we put in the game so einstein the dog from 1985 is in the game and then you go back to you know 1955 with einstein um yeah, because we just thought that would be cool. Like, no one's put, like, no, you know, you get to play as a dog too often. So let's play as a dog, <laughs> sure. you know? Not very commonly, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so excited about it. That one, again, is going to be um, this summer. Summer, fall. We'll see. The price points on these are amazing. Oh, my gosh. Like I said, it's ridiculous. Look at how much is in this like game. $30? There's like, Come on. There's like, off the top of my head, seven figures, a DeLorean mover, the clock tower, dice tower. There's like six dice, uh, four different player boards. There's the board, the game board. There's so many decks. There's event decks. There's the item deck. Um, yeah, it's like how 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 yeah. do we how do we do that i don't i don't it's, <laughs> it's amazing magic yeah yeah. Right? yeah it's because it's because we're you know hoping to bring it to everybody so hopefully at, it's at that price point you can't not really yeah that's yeah. that's a, yeah. no it, one's gonna look at that it, and say wow that's pricey <laughs> yeah it makes yeah, it an we, easy pickup yeah. and we understand um so you know, some people don't care for that, like, sort of intro level game, that cooperative game experience. Again, we totally get it. But we just didn't see another way that we could make a true Back to the Future game and it not be cooperative. You know, it just didn't mm -hmm. feel right. Yeah. We went back and mm -hmm. forth. It just didn't feel right being competitive. It didn't feel right doing that. So so we did, we did make it cooperative. Yeah. There's not really, it's not really except for Biff against Marty, I guess. Um, the game is mostly a race Trying against time. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a race against time kind of thing. So, Some sort of know, AI. Yeah, yeah. Making, making it a giant competition game where every character suddenly has to compete against each other, that would be awkward. And it yeah. wouldn't really, like you said, it wouldn't be in keeping with the theme of the movie. So it's a good yeah. choice. I just want to know if like, you can play as Marty... Um, playing the guitar the electric guitar on stage and just rocking out like that's 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 my ultimate like like we, when i watch that movie that i wanted to be that well we have some fun things that are hopefully still gonna happen <laughs> at gen con if that's what you're into that i will exclusively let you guys know about as soon as we have that you know Ooh, look at there it is see see there you go doug yeah. very cool very cool it's a good thing we yeah. replaced barney yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think we upgraded a bit here yeah barney what does he bring to the table really jokes? um vast knowledge of comics <laughs> I, I read comics i got Dude, we did, wow barney uh, barney you need to step Stuff up your game really man <laughs> do you see all these diamond comics oh my <laughs> word oh my god <laughs> Wow. Okay, you're, you're Barney. So, sorry, buddy. 
This is this is your notice. Sorry, Bernie. Um, <laughs> we're gonna so hear about this all next week. All next. <laughs> it's just gonna be Barney constantly jabbing at oh, us. Oh, poor all Barney. We love you, Barney. We miss you. Hope you're watching. <laughs> um. So you've you've mentioned one question that I have, and I don't know if you can answer this or not. And, and if you can't, that's fine. Just just like stare into the camera and don't say <laughs> um but one one game that i really like is horrified and you've mentioned it a few times are there any plans to add like expansions to that game so that was a game we did as force percent creative and we did that with Robinsberger. Right. so as our company now our design studio we are focusing on doing games under the funko games brand oh okay so um oh wait was that not nothing is off the table okay. that is ours that is ours that is ours okay. yeah that's I our studio that's what you said yeah. yeah 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 we did that but we're we're focusing on putting out stuff we have so many so much stuff that's coming out okay. under funko games yeah, no um nothing is off the table but i just okay. can't i can't sure. speak to anything that okay. is sorry potentially I, I didn't mean up. to put you on the spot or anything but i, I, I and I'll, probably edit, too. I'll probably he edit that out. Too, of, I'll probably 100%. edit this out of the, the podcast. No, oh no, that's fine. No, that's totally fine. We we still have games that are coming out um, that we worked with our publishing partners on Robinsberger, you know, right. with and Asmodee. Um, so we Asmodee, we have uh, The Shining and Top Gun. Robinsberger, we yep, have the new Disney Villainous, Perfectly Wretched, uh, A Wonder Woman, Challenge with Amazon. Yeah, been um, about that. yeah, exactly. Um, we also have Hocus Pocus, Jungle Cruise. I am excited for Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we do have stuff coming out with our other publishing partners that we worked on before, but just moving forward, we we want to focus on Funko Games. I can't say not because like I can't say, but just literally like. You know who knows what the future right. holds. Like yeah, we, there is not currently anything to say. Yeah, yeah. Li- like literally, yeah. We we when when it's there's stuff to be announced, we'll absolutely announce that. Yeah, but yeah, um, we're we're not opposed to continuing to work with our publishing partners. You know nice. on stuff. So you know who knows. Very cool. All right. Well, I didn't mean to. You know. Oh no. What kind of what yeah. kind of um, horrified expansion do you want to see, Doug? I don't know. Like what. There's a whole like universal yeah universe that you could tap into. Um, Let's give him an empty box and tell him it's the Invisible Man. Something. I was gonna. I, well, well, that was one of the things. Like, like we, we've seen the Invisible Man like make the box office. Like, I'm surprised that there wasn't really anything that kind of was announced along with that. Yeah, I mean, we could even just do a whole new game too. You, you know, could. there's yeah. a lot of stuff yeah, that's... Um, that's coming out, comic book related, like Umbrella Academy, Doom Patrol. Mm. That's kind of along that same lines. Like, yeah, Umbrella Academy yeah. would be nice. That would be cool. Yeah, um, Monster Squad. People talked about, you know, Teen Titans. Like, there's a lot of like Teen Titans would be pretty cool. As there's a lot of kind of like squad Teen groups. Titans go. It can't be Teen Titans. <laughs> That... Well, if you if you could get the the like the, the art style of those as miniatures, they they would be awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna so... I'm gonna go on record and say Teen Titans Go is garbage. <gasps> wow, that's Rob, a hot take. Garbage. Rob, you're gonna set off the fire alarm. Okay, let's. let's I know. <laughs> Rob, oh no. Rob's Rob's oh, muted. Oh no, and Rob hit the mute button. Oh, I will uh, say that that, that uh, <laughs> I I kind of agree with Rob because because uh, it does get kind of obnoxious after watching like i like that episode. rob takes this opportunity to take a drink i don't know what you're drinking <laughs> yeah. but i hope it's something good while you're muted 
And now Jason's doing I, it. It's a Pavlovian it's, thing. I need to. It's it's maple syrup. That's, that's, that's just ca- pure Canadian. Pure Rob's not drinking maple syrup. No, no, but Jason is. Know. That's like I, a I, copper I tin. Would, yeah, that's like a copper tin. That's like something cool. No, no, it's 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 just water. Oh man, it looks four, cool though. Four, you could have made something up for a gallon. Yeah, you could have said something, and we would have been like, "I have water too." Yeah, this is just straight up grain alcohol. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Now Ben's doing it. Doug, where's your cup? Yeah, I I don't, I don't have anything with me tonight. Doug's not staying hydrated. Okay, I was, I was too busy trying to get my. I had to go grab my Funko boxes because Funko verse boxes because I meant to have them next to me while I was. uh, I should have had mine next to me. Mine are like six feet away from me right now. Yeah, I brought mine real quick. I've got my pops, but those have been there for a while because I have no shelf space. Mine right. are all out there, so mine are so, on my mantle so, and on how, my desk. How, how many Funko Pops do you have at this point? Probably a crazy amount, I'm guessing. <sighs> I probably like fifty. Wow! Wow! That's not that much, right? That's not I mean, that much. That's not much at all. No, I'm trying to think. So I've, says I the guy with. So. Star Wars in his. I was a big fan of the the Warhammer Funko Pops. Do you want me to tell you what I have? Okay, I have. Um, I have a lot of Deadpool. I am a big fan of Deadpool, so I started reading Deadpool whenever I was younger. I was a fan of Deadpool before the movies. Thank you. Oh, OG fan. Um, um, so I have some Deadpool. Uh, we have the Dragon Prince. Uh, we do have some D and D ones. Um, but we're missing some. Uh the cube for one uh i have some from dirt crystal uh the new the netflix show the new uh yeah yeah. uh what else oh i have a lot of pusheen okay yeah that's like my weird like guilty pleasure pop (laughs) yeah my my daughter would be on board with that i have all of them except the cupcakes so that's the one that i have to like i have to have all of them because i have them so i don't have the one with the cupcake um we have some spider-man spider-ham um some venom wait there's a peter porker pop mm-hmm. yeah that's that. <laughs> that's like a given jason that... oh yeah i didn't know that <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh all the spider like there's like scarlet spider like yeah all, all of them i used yeah. to love those i collected those comics when they first came out peter oh, porker yeah. and the spectacular spider-ham <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the oh. reason that my my smoke alarm went off is because my partner made pizza. <laughs> I just got a message. <laughs> Apparently not very well. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else we have. I have some random ones like Alita, um, Wonder Woman, you know, some just I awesome. only own two. I really like. Yeah. What oh, do you own? What are your I two? I have Deadpool and I have Buck from ODST. Hmm. Oh, we also have, yeah, we have like some fully coolie stuff. Uh, are there any Dark Souls pops? I think there are. I think there are, actually. I think there are Dark Souls pops. I know there's, yeah, I think there are. That, that game is my jam. It's I know there's like games. Diablo Overwatch, of course. Oh, yeah, there's Fortnite, definitely. You know, there is but, definitely um, but I think there are Dark Souls pops, yeah. Yep. Uh, there's um, even like PUBG pops, you know, Apex PUBG? pops. Yeah. <laughs> They've done a lot. Yeah. Oh, there's there's Fortnite pops now. Oh, there's of course tons of Fortnite pops. Yeah. The, the oh, thing I, I need to about. have these. The I think we have we have one of like um of the Stranger Things um we have one Dem- of those pops. Demogorgon so. thing. 
No, we have um, what's the guy Steve? Steve with oh, yeah. um, in his like outfit at Sailor the outfit. ice cream. Yeah, nice. it was a Baskin Robbins exclusive, and we just like happened to be in a Baskin Robbins thing, <laughs> and it was there, and it was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Actually, where did we get that? The the one thing that I love about Funko is that they have such a short like when when something in pop culture hits like they're right oh, they there pump with, it right with, out they, they they've got the pop like almost like right there at market as soon as that thing hits like that's amazing to me usually like, in this day, hopefully in, yeah in this day and age like you like it's always it's like, like yeah like netflix shows <laughs> and stuff like that it's like yeah. boop, and then it's done yeah. yeah unless it's unless it's baby yoda and then i'm still waiting yeah, I'm still waiting. I've well, got that's, that's exactly I what can, I was thinking. I think we can all understand. So uh, a lot of times oh. licensors, you know, for whatever reason, will literally not even a lot like talk to anyone. Oh, yeah. No, I right. know about like, some stuff that's like so secret that, um, you know, that well, they don't want don't somebody to, know. to spoil it. By yeah. And I, that, I fully how, how unfun, how unfun yeah. would that have been if Although, the child or baby Yoda would have been spoiled? Yeah. If they had told the child out there, everybody would have been just like, why are they releasing a new fun co of Yoda? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. So whenever <laughs> I love, I actually posted about this. I love that some people are like, oh, I don't like Funko Pops. Again, totally fine if you don't like Funko Pops. It's not your thing. Um, but they're like, I hate the like big wide eyes. And then like the child comes out and it's like, <laughs> it's what, like are a Funko those, Pop, yeah. what are those right. eyes look like? Yeah. yeah. The, the child slash baby Yoda like looks like they it didn't even have to a make Funko it a Funko Pop. Pop. Yeah. yeah, it was already, it was, they literally could just be like, oh, we'll take the Yoda Funko Pop and we'll make it. Yeah. yeah pretty much child. take the child and stick it in a box it's yeah exactly box. it's like it's already a thing <laughs> and, and, and it's take it out of context that is a weird phrase take the child <laughs> and put it in a box and the ear so they actually had to change the box i recently watched on funko virtual con because i didn't know so they did this session which was actually really cool where a bunch of the artists from the office they had them like on a live stream and people could like say what they wanted them to draw and then they're going to give away these drawings and a lot of people did like mashups oh, cool. and stuff yeah it was actually really cool so like um like thor uh like venomized thor or something like that sure. you know just like random like whatever you wanted to do um so but uh these uh people get to talk about them working on the pops and one of them actually did the child and they talked about how they did they designed it and they designed it and the like ears were so wide they had to change the pop box oh interesting to be Ooh. horizontal because the ears are so wide so it's like yeah right. yeah right huh. yeah it's kind of cool yeah. i didn't realize that yeah i found I, it was really interesting if you if you get a chance you're like bored whatever coronavirus like stuck quarantined then check out the like funko virtual con um, and you'll like the one, the video where a bunch of the artists are drawing and stuff like that. It's really cool just to get to know people that I don't even know working for Funko because I'm Funko Games, you know, right. um, that work for Funko and design these characters. And they just on the spot draw these characters out. And it's kind of fantastic. Like, you know, pretty cool. Ben, really cool. ben do you have uh, the child uh, Funko Pop? Uh, no one on, has on order. On order. Has it yet? I, I, I have I, it on order. But do you I may have, order, I may, I may have a couple on order. A couple. <laughs> <laughs> so they did the, they did the, the like 
the life size one, the big one, yeah, and yeah. then they also did the small one. So I've got both those coming. So oh, I've just got the small yeah. one. I want one. I don't have one not, like on order yet, but I'll buy one from somewhere. I figure I can yeah. buy it from somewhere. Yeah, it's it's I'm on so order. Everywhere. Yeah, it's you on order able, along I mean, with my uh, my Pokemon you might know a person or two, Stephanie. We'll swap, Ben. We'll swap some stuff. All right. Ben's <laughs> like, no. Swap, Ben's swap like, no. That's valuable. That's valuable merchandise. I have to sell. <laughs> I can swap stuff. That's cool. <laughs> no, I'm so excited for you guys to get like games and stuff like that. Yeah, like Pan Am and Back to the Future yeah, yeah, and yeah. Godzilla yeah. and all the games that we've got Godzilla. coming out. Right. You you announced a Godzilla game too, right? Yeah. Yeah, classic just... Godzilla. Classic. Yeah. I'm down nice. with that too. It's got Godzilla, um, Ghidorah, uh, Megalon, and Mothra in the game. Now that's not that's not a Funko game. That's just again, a yeah, it's just gonna have yeah, like Pan regular... Am and Back to the Future, Godzilla, like none They're of those. It, it is from Funko Games, but it's not Pops. I They're... would pay good money to watch Rose beat up Godzilla. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, that <laughs> would be make great. It really cool. See, now you you mentioned four four monsters. I will already say i'll spend more money to make sure rodan comes into the mix eventually a lot of people are like we wish so we did leave it just like funkoverse um whenever we make a game like that or horrified you know we we want to leave it open-ended in case we want to do stuff like that so we could you know there's certainly nobody that's stopping us from saying we couldn't do like another godzilla game or another game that has um other monsters maybe they're not kaiju maybe they're like uh, mecha monsters or something oh, like that. You know? oh. Yeah. Um, so we, we do leave it open-ended to where we can, you know, hopefully do stuff like that. But um, but for sure, we have the Godzilla game coming out. I know people are like, Megalon, that's a weird choice. But Megalon's pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. And again, we do the weird, you know? We don't do the expected. Yeah. <laughs> we throw in the weird there, too. Always these, like, curveballs, these little twists and turns. You will never be able to predict like, hmm, Funko Games is probably going to come out with these games next year. No, you'll never know. What we've got in the works, <laughs> you'll never know. So my question for you, one, one of my questions for you is, since you work with all these big IPs, have you found that there's certain fandoms that just latch on to your games? Like, have you found that like, okay, yeah, the Harry Potter like crowd really, really loves their stuff or, or um, we like, I don't know. Like Golden Girls are the Golden Girl fans are very, really vocal. Is is there like a certain fandom that that uh, is really kind of you know shouting your praises is at Funko Games? Um, I think so. There's a couple of ways to look at that. So there's one of are we bringing something new to the table that nobody's ever done before? Okay. Right. So Rick and Morty, I think the fans are their niche and they're very hardcore. Like if you're a Rick and Morty fan, you're a Rick and Morty fan, but there are other Rick and Morty games that are out there. So it's right. not like we're like the first Rick and Morty game right. that's out there, but um, there's actually even a golden girls card game out there. Right. right. Um, but that. you know, I think if you're a golden girls fan, I think this is the first time that you're getting to see golden girls like in this manner. Um, again, not the first Harry Potter game, not the right. first Batman game. Um, so it's kind of like, there's a couple different ways of looking at it, you know, I'm like, is it, is it something brand, brand, brand new? Like we haven't ever seen it before. Um, but I think that people are really latching on. To, I think people are excited about a Godzilla game. Right. Um, I think that people are excited about back to the future game. Like, like you said, like, you're like, Oh, I didn't know that there even was a back to the future game before, you know? So, um, cause a lot of people don't know that. 
Um, right. I think Adventure Through Time is the name of that one. Ours is Back okay. to the Future Back in Time is our game that's coming out. Um, but yeah, so like, I think that it's, are we bringing something new? But even if we're not bringing something new, um, we're bringing something new as far as um, in 2020 and the mechanisms and, you know, the kind of experience that we're bringing to the game. So I think it's, it's hard to say like who's latching onto what, cause I think they're latching onto like different things, you know? Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I'm just kind of <coughs> curious. We've, we've, we've had some folks that, that uh, have been on the show a few times and they've worked with some big IPs and, and I, I just, uh, you know, uh, Drew Gasco. Gretzko, I guess. Yeah. It's good. What's that? <laughs> A Gretzko Kool Aid Man. Yeah, <laughs> you no. Know? I mean, it's just that the, some some fandoms really seem to be like if you make something for their property that they're a fan of, like they get really like into it and like they're really supportive. And then there's some fandoms that are like, man, they don't really, you know, that the you know that they they're like, okay, that's kind of cool, but you know, they don't really make a big deal about it. So I was just kind of curious if, since you've worked with so many different ones, if, if there were certain ones that, that really seem to be a lot more vocal than others, but. Yeah, from my perspective, honestly, um, it's just been overwhelmingly positive yeah, in general, good. like from all angles, you know, you would think yeah. like, it's not the first Harry Potter game. It's not the last Harry Potter game, right? Sure. Funkoverse, but people are still so jazzed yeah. <laughs> that they can play this game with Harry Potter characters. And that's actually really cool because there's, some amazing Harry Potter games out there. You know, we also did um, Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle, which is a cooperative game. Yep. Um, our studio did that with uh, the op now. Yep. That's what, Love, that's what they're called. Love the op. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's actually, it's just, it's actually pretty great. Like you, you get to see just everyone's a fan of something, which is Funko's motto. Um, and uh, they really do show that like, they're just so jazzed about these IPs that are coming to life. Pretty but cool. I, I think it shows in, in all your games that, that like you you first and foremost your fans yourselves and you want to make sure that that is you know reflected in, in in the products that you put out and if you, that's reflected then, then you know people will receive it really well as well but that's what we want yeah I you know I've got a whole shelf of funko verse in all your games so <laughs> to attest me to that too fact. these are my personal copies so nice <laughs> i brought them out these are my i play with these so, <laughs> so basically she's calling you out rob you need to up your game and i i, I definitely need more i need more funko verse for sure let me know what you need rob we'll help you out all right so. we'll get you some raptors you gotta play with a jurassic park set it's a lot of oh fun. my daughter she saw that she saw the. she's like please tell me they're gonna put out a third dinosaur she's like i want to play she just wants dinosaurs. to play all dinosaurs well that's yeah. why we put a dinosaur people are like why didn't they put so many dinos in one set we wanted one in each set so that you could have a dino in whichever one you got right, um right. and it just made sense to have the raptor with um Alan Grant and uh, you right. know other folks and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. The Raptor, the Raptor is a lot of fun. I played a game recently, uh, and I won with uh, let's see, who did I have? Uh, uh, Ray Arnold and uh, Alan Grant against the Raptor and Ellie, and we played. We just played like JP one hundred, so we had basic characters. So we did the three B three, but um, it was a lot of fun, and I won barely. Nice. Ellie working with the raptor instead of running away from the raptor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she was with the raptor, and then uh, 
the doctor and Ray Arnold were together. They're a lot of fun. The way that they, there's all like cool mechanisms. Like even if you know how to play the game or you played any of the original six games, like um, you get points just for even shifting stuff off the cooldown track. Like there's a lot of like sort of cooldown track manipulation in the Raptor, even though there's one, you have these Raptor, these like ambush tokens that you get to kind of feel like you're all around the board and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah, I love like, the uh, the cool cooldown track on that game. Is is I uh, I know I really like the cooldown. I'm a video cool. gamer, and it just reminds me of that. And um, my partner and I, since we're like quarantined, are playing Final Fantasy 14 a lot again. So mm -hmm. we just, just me and my wife. Ah, Ultra server, come join us. Also, something with an S. Mm, bummer. <laughs> we could still cross world. We could start still over. yeah start over. No, we could still hang out um no i love that because like uh, that's kind of how i describe bunkoverse is like video game and like D D. it's like weirdly kind of both of those things um and i love both of those things i love like mmos and video games and D D and stuff like that so it's like a perfect game for me well we're, we're getting close to uh, two hours on this yeah. podcast stephanie and and i told you that it would probably be an hour and a half so i apologize <laughs> of course this is kind of the the uh common common theme that happens do. on this show this is, this what, is what happens when we, we when, derail doug a lot it's, it's basically barney. you know whenever barney it's comes barney. Oh, yeah. on, it's barney's barney's fault. Fault. Barney's, yeah barney's on time. um why you know he usually keeps us right on track <laughs> sure. Sure he does. Every, sure. every, i'm seeing everyone else can't see but i'm seeing everyone roll their eyes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, if folks want to know more about funko games stephanie where should they go uh, follow us on social media. We just launched our social media channels. So we're brand new. We're on Twitter at Funko Games, on Facebook at Funko Games, and on Instagram at Funko Games. And uh, you can also follow Prospera Hall at all of those things as well. So again, Prospera Hall is like our pen name we give kind of to our collaborative design studio. And so that will encompass everything Funko Games plus stuff we're doing with Robinsberger and Asmodee and that kind of stuff. So uh follow follow both of those uh everywhere if you want to hear the latest and greatest about new games that are coming out we have i i literally told you like three of just so many games that we have coming out this year so well when well, when you are ready to announce more i know feel just to come back we'll, we'll be I'm glad like, to click we'll be glad to kick barney off every single episode if you want to chomping off the bit i'm telling you'll be like who is this stephanie person i keep hearing about? he'll be so mad i know every time we come up with a new game he just has to <laughs> all of a sudden you know, we amazing. stop telling barney we're going live <laughs> or, or, or what we do is tell him a different we... date oh but hey we changed it it's uh tuesday oh, that'd be so mean. <laughs> no, no, i guess something oh. even better we're gonna invite barney on with you and we're just gonna mute him the whole time <laughs> <laughs> oh and he man. thinks he's talking man yeah. that's that's gonna be it's gonna be that's real good gonna... when he pulls a sponsorship of the segment no. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. maybe funko oh, games barney. will sponsor we we love Ooh. you barney well there you go oh, yeah, there we go <laughs> oh, i just followed all of funko games oh thank you so uh, much we really appreciate that so really did i yeah, so that's that's where you'll find out the latest and greatest uh, about what's, what games are coming. Or maybe we'll do some exclusives with you guys. That yeah, would be that know. would be. Amazing. Oh, we're gonna get a Doug shoot pop for Funko. Oh my God, nobody <laughs> needs that. Right? You can actually make your own custom pops. Like you can, they they have a whole contest. You can make your own. Pops. Yeah. 
We can make the chaotic good cast fuck over yeah. a set. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah, the first, it'll, that'll be the first five. Mine will be a gelatinous cube, but it'll be an ice cube. Maple leaf in the middle because Canada. I love it with a maple. Yeah, with maple yeah, leaves in it. Maple leaf inside, like yeah. a little happy faced maple leaf. <laughs> I cube. love it so much. I actually really want that. I would buy that. I'd, buy I, I, I'd be honest. I'd I'd buy that too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> oh man! Thanks you guys for having well, me on. This has thanks, been so much fun. Stephanie, thank you so much for for uh, being uh, being part of the chaotic good cast. Uh, I guess that's gonna do it for this this uh this episode tonight i want to thank my fellow casters rob collegian ben higgins jason hunt and of course stephanie straw it was chaotic but it was so good we'll see you next week I, I knew Barney wasn't going to be on tonight, so I, I, I've been sitting on this joke for, for a little bit. So um, what is the best uh, classical composer to listen to during your self-isolation during the uh, COVID-19? Drykovsky. Oh. There you go, Barney. Jeez. I can't believe we're ending on that. That was, that was painful. <laughs> it hurt me.